To all our dads out there and our moms, welcome to another episode of the Fade You podcast. We appreciate your guys' support. Please keep uh, sharing the pod. Thank you for listening, trying to get more listens so that we can get a a second sponsor. I think there's a few guys on here whose dream it is to read a Manscaped ad and talk about balls and trimming and all that stuff. Make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at Fade You Sports. Spread the word, subscribe to the pod, share the pod, do everything you can to continue to help us grow. My name is Matthew James. We are recording on Monday, September 13th. This is our weekend recap episode, and it is episode 72 overall. I'm joined by all the dads. I've got Kmart here. I've got Bucket Boy here. I've got Chris. I've got Joe. Guys, what a weekend. We had college Saturday and NFL Sunday for the first time this fall, and it was spectacular. But uh, before we get started, we have a lot to get to. We're going to recap Dennis and Fade Den. We're going to recap our contest. We're going to talk about what we were right about, wrong about, what we learned. But Joe, I have to start with you. You had a little bit of a shitty start to your day yesterday. Pun fully intended. All the time. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just let you talk about what happened. Much much like uh, four of my contest plays thus far that were absolute shit. Getting to the... The bar in the morning was absolutely kind of shitty too. Uh, so my wife and I usually go to this Niners bar out in Long Beach uh, called Gallagher's. Shout out! They, uh, they're, uh, it, it's absolutely insane. They're all Niner fans. Everybody's just absolutely hammered. So I was really excited. Drank all day Saturday, watching college football. Partied way too hard. Sunday morning, I wake up. Stomach's feeling a little bit queasy, but I was like, you know what? I'm probably just a little hungover. It's fine. I can't wait to get to the bar and shrug a Bud Light and be totally fine. We park like a block away. So walking up about like 30 feet from the front entrance of the bar, I'm super excited. And I just stop at my tracks. My wife's like, like, look at me. She's like, what's wrong? What happened? I'm like, I just shit myself. And I was, she's like, what? (laughs) I was literally walking up to the bar and just let out a little you know what and it was all just liquid water (laughs) probably like three ounces but it wasn't like a full duke your pants situation it was like well this is uncomfortable i have to go home now so So i was pretty embarrassed but i just turned right around (laughs) went home after driving like 30 minutes to get there was that a shart or like was it just like it just fully just kind of spilled out? It was like if I pissed out my ass. <laughs> like I don't know how else to explain it. Like it was. I mean, it was like did, a, it, was it like one of those things where you like trusted a fart and then like shit oh, came out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> in the morning I was farting fine, and then I think I was just excited dude, to to. <laughs> The kickoffs, I was there an hour early, could not wait to get to the bar and just crush a beer. And in my excitement, made my my sphincter uh, failed me. Oh, man, sorry to hear that. But, I mean, for everybody else, the only reason I'm asking these questions is because I'm fascinated and I love talking about shit. <laughs> Chris, do, do you also love talking about shit? And do you have any, anything to say about Joe's unfortunate situation there? Oh, fuck, it sucks that his 
it seems like that was like a an omen for a bad <laughs> omen for fucking shitty plays that day. I don't know. Uh, oh, dude, it was all, all time. Like I, I said it. I, I was like, well, my day can't get any worse. I guess it's eight thirty in the morning. Oh, it did. I didn't shit myself again, but my contest owned for thus far, and then Fade Den wasn't profitable, so it was uh, unfortunate. I hope this is a episode that, like, imagine the first time listeners at this point, <laughs> four minutes uh, in. <laughs> what the hell is this show talking about? This guy shitting his pants, and <laughs> I hope you guys get a, a laugh out of it. If anything else, yeah, just uh, hang in there, guys. It, it gets you know, less. It only gets better. Yeah, it only gets better from here. It gets better and better. and less shitty. So, all right, we'll stop with the shit puns, Chris, Dennis. I mean, it's one of those where you just kind of tip your cap, like he hung in there. So, for record keeping purposes, the weekend was not ideal. Fade Den went seventeen, nineteen, and one, but for the week. We went 23, 31, and 1 for minus 11.9 units. What would you say to people who are questioning their Fade Den faith? Uh, well, all of you guys, maybe not Neil necessarily, but all of us have been here before, and we know that uh, – there are going to be times when he catches a little bit. Uh, I don't say fire. He wasn't really on fire. He just kind of like one more ended up day in and day out, like squeaking out a few more wins than losses. And that added up to us having eight, eight more losses than he did. And uh, good for him. I mean, he caught a few breaks on some overs. He's been getting a lot of half point tickles go his way. Um, you know, he, he got a, I gave him the decent line. He s- snuck out that, Rams first half last night laid minus five. They end up being up by six at the half. So, and then it looked like maybe the Bears will had some fight in them, and then they just took a shit. So, you know, he's getting some favorites. He got the over was easy for him in the Chiefs game, and uh, we'll see. I'm surprised he wasn't on more overs, man, because the and more favorites. The dogs crushed it yesterday, and the unders crushed it. So he just maybe he just said told himself to lay low week one, and he did. And but he's already fired. Uh, fired a favorite to over today so if you think if you think he's like changed his style uh negative folks joe speak to that for a second it, for, no one should be fooled into thinking that like oh dennis is uh doing his research and he's really sharpened up like it's mostly favorites he just happened to pick the right ones oh yeah for sure he <laughs> dogs go 11 and 4 ats yesterday with eight outright wins and then then he just picked the right favorites, man. I mean, it's it happens, uh, but it's not going to happen all the time. And he's not doing any research, like we've said. He's just literally lucking his way into uh, a couple favorites. But hopefully not tonight. We'll see what happens here with uh, Baltimore. I would say buy the dip. And Chris, you want to caution people, like, don't necessarily raise. Like, yeah, he hung in there, like, it's could continue for another couple days or another week. So you don't necessarily want to raise, but if you're just betting flat units, you're going to come out of this ahead. It's a long season. And if people aren't okay with that, then they shouldn't fade Den. You, this is a long-term investment. We're not trying to just get hot for one week and then stop. 
Yeah, it's like someone being all pissed at Bitcoin for taking a dip. It's like, dude, well, yeah, it had a rough fucking stretch. It's gonna fire back. Litecoin, all these, all these stocks that take dips. Like that's what that's what stuff does. But people invest. The smart people know that long term money is always gonna make you more money than just to buy, you know, get rich quick scheme. So that's not what we're running here. We're trying to, you know, there are gonna be rough times, um, but it when it rains, it pours with him. You know, he'll he'll have a killer week and then he'll like fucking piss like. 15 units back in one day sometimes in, in NFL that because that's just how much action he has and how much it, if he's feeling good he, he wants to keep going and he doesn't change his style he won't say oh I'll take some more dogs and more under so just keep firing have no idea that hey like Riley said on the pod uh, you ever heard of regression he hasn't so nope all right we'll transition that's Dan he's got four in the hopper for tonight here comes everyone on espn gonna also pick baltimore too so just no they it. split it they split oh my it. god Bo- they, wow booger and oh. booger and randy on baltimore steve and Susie on raiders i love about it that. wow and three and three of four predicting an under as well so that would be beautiful oh yeah well, we'll talk to Joe. I know you're you're on the Raiders in the contest. That's the only contest play still pending for this group. Uh, Kmart, let's get you in here. Congrats, four and one, great Excellent. start. If you, I mean, I told people that if you would just promise me three and two, I would take it. Eighty percent, obviously, not sustainable for the whole season, but you feel good about the start. Yeah, feel feel good enough. Got a. I mean, I feel like in years past we've seen uh, those. We're like right there in the fourth quarter. If they all in, we go five and zero, oh, and then next thing we know, we go two and three or two two and one. And I mean, kind of. I don't feel like the Jets had any business, you know, with the backdoor cover there, but almost happened. Same thing with the Lions. So it could have just as easily been a two and three and been like, what happened? So okay, so speak to that and just how lucky. Like the Jets could have fucked you. They had a two point conversion to lose by three. Instead, they don't get it, and you cover the three and a half. Like, just you've been in the contest with me for a couple of years. Talk about how you, in the long run, to do well in this thing, you have to have breaks like that. Yeah, I mean, in the long run, these these smucks that you know we see winning it, that I don't think they get out of their parents' basement playing video games all day. Um, it, it, they remind me of Dennis's, just guys that pick a lot of faves and squeak out, you know, bullshit all the time. And, you know, I feel Matt and I have been just rather unlucky. I'd say in those coin flip games, get 40% of them where these guys winning it get, I don't know, we'll go light two out of three. So luck plays a big part in it, obviously. And you have to have it because picking five is impossible. Like, you know, if, if I could have four more four and ones this year, I'd be extremely happy. Like, I just, you know, want to avoid the, the blow-up weeks, you know, as we go early on. For sure. Uh, Neil, I, I think probably you went two and three. The, the Pats went down to the wire. That probably could have gone either way. I mean, Harris doesn't fumble. Maybe they go score and they cover. I don't know. That, that one could have gone either way. Uh, though I think the only one you probably regret was the Falcons. Uh, yeah, that was the only one of mine. I feel like uh, Washington and Chargers was was another coin flip one. Who knows what's gonna you know what to say? What happens if you know Fitzpatrick doesn't doesn't get hurt? Um, Falcons was just a yeah, that was a mess. I don't really know what to say. My 
sort of whole handicap. That was my last one of the plays. I was really just debating, and that was the one I took. And ultimately, it was just you know me trusting a team to go down and score um, when when they needed it. And you know I, I you know trusted Matt Ryan, and I you know kudos. I think we've all you're probably a little nervous. I think we all. I know Joe and Chris. I think we all have Philadelphia with an under on the season. Um, don't want to overreact too much just to a week one, but but they look really good and and Atlanta looked really bad um, and just sort of incompetent to be able to move the football. Um, so that that was absolutely a throwaway. Um, and and yeah, sitting at two and three and back to work. Chris, Duke three and two is fine for you. Uh, you would never, if you were betting these straight and not in a contest, you would have never laid the three on the road with Seattle. But maybe talk for a second about how in these contests, sometimes you have to be on some of these free money sides because you know the public wins and you need a couple of these along the way. So just talk about Seattle and then talk about maybe one of the most satisfying parts of our day yesterday was that adjacent table of Vikings fans very quietly, <laughs> very quietly leaving in in just pure sadness. Russell does it again, two to lock it. They just look so good early in September. They're kind of like Mahomes in September. They just go out and win. So good one. And then, yeah, those guys were fine. I think there's four of them. And then it came down. And, and the fucking Bengals should have – they shouldn't have even been close. I don't no. know why that coach is calling going for it on his own 30 up 14, but whatever. And then uh, they're in overtime. I asked the guys, are you guys cool with the tie? <laughs> and they're like, I guess at this point. And then fucking Cook fumbles. And then it's an uh, epic play by Burrow and get him in field goal range. So that was a nice fit to be on the Bangies plus three in the contest. And Joe, we'll end with you on the contest. You alluded to it earlier. Oh, and four. You hate to see it. Um, do you consider, you know, you've got one pending here. Let's say it doesn't go your way. Do you consider pivoting and going for the, the quarterly booby prize? I mean, if you do that, you're kind of thrown in the towel on the full season, which is hard to do after one week. What's the thought process here? How do you regroup? Well, it can't get it any worse. I guess it could if I go on five, but still, um, I mean, I, I was on the phone with my buddy the, you know, last night and I was like, when do we start throwing this fucking thing? And and we both came to agreement it's way too early. So you know I could just as easily fire a five and zero next week. I could just fade myself, right? What is the quarterly booby? Anyone know? No idea. No, probably twenty. I don't know. We'll have to look. We'll we'll check on that real quick. Well, let's take a break. We want to come back. We want to talk about just. Overall perspective, takeaways from week one, takeaways from college, like what we learned, um, what maybe is something that overachieved. So we'll get to all that on the other side of the break, and then we'll end the show with a little bit of college too. So come right back with all that. Okay, we're back with some more weekend recap. So obviously the biggest thing going from week one to week two, and this happens week to week in college as well, people are going to overreact to what they just saw. So we wanted to just take a few minutes and go each dad something that either overachieved or underachieved and how you're going to approach it going into next week. So Joe, why don't you start? Um, so as far as an overachiever, I put Eagles, obviously they won 32 to six and an absolute blowout on the road, which I don't, uh, that's not going to happen again. If they play, uh, obviously Atlanta's defense sucks, making the Eagles offense looks, look great. 
Uh, Hurts 27-35. Don't think you'll be able to do that again. Uh, yeah, I mean, their defense gave up three points, but obviously Atlanta's offense sucks too. And the uh, Eagles had the 20th defense in the NFL last year, so they're going to regress. And then uh, under underachiever, I know this one made you happy in your contest, but I think the Bills severely underachieved. Uh, their offense sputtered, but they also had Beasley drop two third down passes. Allen was inaccurate as shit. That'll correct itself. And then he did that dumbass play on uh, fourth and one, remember? And they threw it eight yards back, literally backwards. So I think if these two teams play again, the books still leave the number at probably six, six and a half. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, Bill's one of the biggest week one disappointments. Falcons, I think we all expect it to be sort of whatever. Uh, but Bill's, yeah, that was a head scratcher, how that offense looked all last season. Chris Duke, what do you got? Uh, I think uh, I'm going to probably buy low this week on uh, we know the Falcons look like absolute trash. I don't think they were that bad. They might be the, you know, um, but we've seen them play tough in this spot before. They almost beat the Bucks outright last year when they were huge dogs. Um, If this thing gets up to 13 and a half, 14, I'll really consider it uh, for the contest. And I'm going to be fading. I was Fucking pissed I didn't have him in my contest with Kmart this week. Really loved the cards. Talked about it all week. Played their hearts out. Fucking amazing. Everyone's going to be high on them. And everyone's going to be like, fuck the Vikings. They can't even beat the Bengals. Give me buy low on the Vikings and sell high on the cards this week. Oh, dude, I'm right there with you, Chris. I fucking love both of those. I think because I, I was pissed off last night, I think dug in and I sent my buddy Jared uh, five picks and they're all just absolute smelly scum. So <laughs> that's gonna that's what we're gonna do this week and hope for the best. Uh, Neil, I'll let you just make a, a comment on that one. That Arizona Minnesota matchup that is that is the zigzag game of the week right there. With one team coming off an epic blowout road win, and then another one kind of a whimper road loss over a lowly team. Although Kmart would disagree that the Bengals are a lowly team, but I'll let him talk about that later. What do you think about that zigzag game of the week, Neil? And then what did you have for your own? Yeah, so real quick on that game, you know, that's going to be an interesting one just because if you look, I mean, Derrick Henry, I think, averaged 3.8 yards a carry, 17, 17 carries, I think, for like 61 yards or something. I mean, that was really impressive. And I think just as a handicap, like Minnesota's going to kind of try to do the same thing with Dalvin Cook. And if you're able to stop that, I mean, it really just kind of changes the whole game. So it's hard to say. You know, the zigzag, you know, look for what's going to regress. But Arizona looked really well. They get re- looked really good. They get to come home. And, you know, Minnesota's sort of scrambling on how, you know, sort of a head-scratching win. But, um, yeah, I don't don't know really what to make of that game um, so far. But for, for my overachiever, and um, I think only us know, because I don't think – my overachiever is, is Matthew James. I mean, we all talk about S-words, but the S-words yeah. that he took – on Sunday morning at 9.55 in the morning. I mean, this wasn't an S word. This was like a cup of coffee shot. I mean, how, Matt, like literally, like it's, it's one thing, you know, you take a shot and it's like it's down in one gulp. Like this took you four manly gulps, I think, to get this thing down. No? It was a big one. Chris, you, you were videoing me. That was, a, that was a pretty healthy pour on the S. Yeah, they were, they were hooking it up uh, with – you know, that place is a little pricey, but they don't, they aren't shy with the pours. And uh, yeah, you got, you got warmed up quick there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to say the least. It was, yeah. 
it, it was yeah, like a rock yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was that was like morning. yeah that was like uh i had not eaten it was almost 10 o'clock i needed food pretty quickly after that but yeah it was nice and warmed up real fast <laughs> Yeah, you're taking massive shots and i was taking shits in my pants <laughs> oh no shots and shits <laughs> oh god all right kmart last but not least uh your takeaways uh yeah probably overachiever uh I'd probably say a tie between the saints and uh, i wasn't going to mention it but the cars just because everyone else has talked about it but i felt like i handicapped that pretty well just with their size up front to contain that eye back in Derrick Henry um see the same you know next week and that zigzag you mentioned with Cook uh Steve Young pregame here mentioned it best you know it could be you know a dying offense you know just every team has a scat back now you know the Kamara's the Swift's the, the emergence of Elijah Mitchell so you know those are the types of running backs that teams go after now and, you know, are able to do various things of instead of just right up the A and B gap. So uh, underachiever, I don't know. I mean, it's week one. I don't really think about it, honestly. Someone's got to say the Packers, and I don't think we I mean, yeah, I guess, but what do you expect when your quarterback holds out, doesn't want to play, there's turmoil, like, I understand why a lot of people had had that. I just I couldn't decide on it because Aaron Rodgers is a competitor and he loves to, you know, be a little bitch with his chip on his shoulder. So you just didn't know what you're gonna see. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a, that's a good one, you know, for underachievers. So definitely look for them to bounce back because probably. Well, and I think that offense. Yeah, well, I think that's the question though, Kyle. Is, is again what you just said is like if your head's not in it, you can't win any football game. Much less, I think, aren't they? They're now double-digit favorites. You know, they go home, and I think who do they play? Yeah, the Lions. They're minus ten. They play Lions, and they're minus ten. Like, you're not covering that if you have a quarterback who's like Kyle. To your point, is you have a quarterback that's you know sort of been wishy-washy. Chris, do you dare go back to the well on those scum Lions? <laughs> if oh, any, man. if anyone would, it would be you. Right, man. They they they're another team that seems to play the division pretty. They play the Packers. They can't beat the Packers, but it always seems like it's a three point game. Remember last year, the year before, they got bailed out by the horseshit hands to the face. So, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Golf, golf didn't great, look that bad. Golf, golf's like golf's gonna play the Winston role this year. It looks like he's gonna throw three touchdowns and three throw give you a pick six as well. Yeah, I don't know, man pissed off green bay that's gonna be only if you would like to just roll around in the shit you're on the lions next week yeah what do you think that line's gonna be green bay minus 10 13 yeah i think dennis might be on the lions that scares me yeah yeah you think (laughs) yeah i I wonder i don't god i don't think so that's gonna close 13 for sure all right let's let's uh let's wind down here um Kyle, I wanted to ask you about the Bears offense and Justin Fields. Let's save that for uh, we'll save that for the Friday show. Maybe Um, you want to talk about USC for a couple minutes. That news broke this afternoon. We all had a good laugh about it. I'm sure you had a good laugh there on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, my dad, grandpa and I hammered Stanford plus 17 and a half. So did did either 
one of us think we're going to lose outright? Hell no. But as soon as we got to the seats and sat down, I looked at him and said, you know, if we lose this game, Helton is probably going to be fired tonight. Uh, so I was a little off on that, but this is, this is something the Trojan fan base has wanted for a long time. I've met the guy. He's super awesome, super nice. Only have great things to say about him, but at some point, you just gotta, you just gotta make a change. And I think Graham Harrell has got to go too. I did not like what I heard in his press prompt conference. You know, he took zero responsibility. His play calling is trash. Keaton Slovis is regressing, um, and that's straight on Graham Harrell, in my opinion. Um, so even even in that third quarter, you know, it's 21 to thirteen before that pick six and. Still with everything that went wrong, that way I thought, hey, go down, get his touchdown here, probably going to win the game. And pick six, you could see the team gave up and you knew, you basically knew things were going to happen. It was just a matter of when. Anybody want to talk about Oregon? Pack 12. Like I, I mean, like I said, Oregon is – they're the class of the Pac-12. Like they're the only team with, you know, 85 players, but actually, you know, have um, scholarship players. You know, that's the problem with SC and with injuries, as you'll see in other teams in the Pac-12. They just, when guys go out, they just don't have the talent level, and that's why with five defenders out, they still, you know, in the first half, holding them to seven is impressive, and then in the second half, obviously, things, you know, just started getting blown up, but. That's what I think the difference is with Oregon this year, and that's why I predicted them to win the Pac-12 and be our only hope for a CFP appearance. Chris, you got anything you want to touch on on, on college recap? How about uh, don't lay 50 with Saban? Yeah, what is he, two? And I think two and ten now when he's laying the big uh, the big numbers. Yeah, he got ahead by 30 early on Mercer and then uh, – just really laid off. What they end up winning by like twenty eight or something like that. Thirty five. Fourteen, yeah. Yeah, man. You gotta look out for that. I don't know how many other uh cupcakes Alabama plays this year, but uh we gotta remember that going forward because they always have a couple on their schedule. All right, well weekend. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good weekend recap. Uh we're gonna just cut this one short because Monday night football has started and uh I know my dad, Joe, is trying to salvage and get one and four. We're also on yeah. the, we're on the Raiders for Fade Den, first half and full. Chris, we're on the under. Let's go. And, you know, just shout out to Joe. He predicted Raiders money line two weeks ago. So when that yeah, happens. We'll see. And I bet it. I bet it and on an alt line too. Nice. I bet. Raiders minus two for plus 175. This opening drive is looking pretty stellar. Yes, it is. They're already on the 20. All right, guys. Well, we'll, we'll call it right there. Chris, just remember, if you decide to bet on poop, like the Detroit Lions. so <laughs> You will get a poopy result sometimes. Just like me, Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.